you're gonna have to jump out the plane without a parachute. Because the only person that can save you is God. Yeah. And a lot of people are in that position because you're trying to hang on to man's point of view of what you need to be doing yeah. versus listening to what God's telling you to do. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast, where we talk faith and finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And today, we are here with episode seven. Yes, sir. You reap what you sow. Yeah. So I hope y'all ready for this, because we about to tap on entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. relationships, school, yeah. goals, work ethic, whatever it is. Everything. Saving. Yeah. Everything. So I hope y'all ready to get your notepad, mm-hmm. get your popcorn, get your mind right, open your ears, put your headphones in, whatever it is you got to do. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a real good one. Yeah. We trying to tell y'all, you get what you put in. Yeah, you only get what you put in. So we hope that y'all get something from this, and it motivates you to like actually like lock in what you need to lock in on. Yes, sir. But today we really wanted to tap into um, you read what you sow because most people complain about different situations that they're in, mm-hmm. but don't realize they're in that situation because they didn't put the work in in the first place. Yes, like complaining about not being like having the body they want to have mm-hmm. in the gym, but you're not working out consistently. And eating the right foods yeah. to get to that point. A lot of people expect things to happen in the blink of an eye or to happen off of you working one day, mm-hmm. being consistent one day or two days, and expect results. Yeah. When sometimes, in reality, everything doesn't happen in one or two days. It happens off you getting 1% better gradually mm-hmm. over time in like a year's view, and then you'll finally start seeing results. But that comes from you planting the right seeds. Yeah. I think um, people... They really get frustrated because they don't see instant results. Mm-hmm. I find myself at that place too. Yeah. And I think that's a, a scary place to be in because, like you said, it doesn't take just one day of being consistent mm-hmm. or one day of sowing and then you see a harvest. But I always just think of just think of somebody who plants a seed or a, a plant or whatever it may be, a flower or whatever. When they plant it, what happens? They have to go back and continue to water it because if they, if they don't water it, it's not going to grow to how it's uh, fully supposed to be and fully mm-hmm. develop how it was meant to. So I feel like a lot of people will plant a seed or they'll sow a seed but don't water it. No, I agree 100% because think of all the times that when we're, Ma used to have like plants around the house and everything yeah. and she tells us to water something. Every like, watch you out of town yeah. and we don't do it. What happens when you don't water the plant? It dies. You see a plant start dying off. You're not nurturing it, right? Yeah. You're not feeding it what it needs to be fed. You're not giving it the energy it needs, the sunlight, the water, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with us people, our goals, whatever it is that we uh, aspire to do. Like God has called all of us to be set apart, to be lights in every room that we mm-hmm. walk in, to be able to just plant seeds in other people so they can be gravitated towards yeah. being closer to God. Mm-hmm. But if we're not planting seeds and we're not watering the people that we're called to water, where, where does that leave them? Yeah. Basically, like, not fulfilling our assignments. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that also relates to just everyday life in general. Like, people, I'm going to speak for myself. I know that my, what I do right now as a photographer, Yeah, I know it's one of my purposes and one of my callings to plant seeds while I'm taking pictures. Yeah, Like, I get the fulfillment out of taking pictures while I'm with my clients versus me editing. Mm-hmm. Me editing is not, it's like, it's not me interacting with nobody. Yeah. But when I'm actually doing a photo shoot and I get to pour into somebody that may be having a bad day, that I'm dropping a seed yeah. because God has blessed me to be able to, understand people's emotions and I'm getting better and better every time because I'm seeing different yeah. types of people every single day different types of emotions and different type of tales that basically lets me know oh, that, that person that person might need prayer mm-hmm. ask them are they okay yeah. get them some energy so they can make them feel better they might have had a bad day beforehand but now you have the power to turn the whole day around yeah. and let them know like God love you like just little things like that what, like what seeds are you planting around your friends your family members mm-hmm. um, co-workers whatever it is like are you the person that's planting seeds and nurturing them or are you the person that's leaving everybody to dry yeah I think that's a good point because some people are selfish with their seed. Mm. Like they want everybody to sow into them or pour into them 
but they don't sow no seeds. They don't water nobody. You know what I'm saying? And that, it goes back to the title. You reap what you sow. A lot of people complain about not reaping. They don't have good friends. They don't have Mm -hmm. nobody around them positive. But first, before you complain about anything, stop and look at yourself. Am I giving out what I'm asking for? Am I giving out what I'm asking for? And I think that's a big thing because I know you talked about how you do that when you're, uh, as you're taking photos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I'm not you, but I, I would be 100% sure that you would say that you receive everything that you give out, mm-hmm. whether like people being nice to you or whatever. You can never go wrong with sowing seeds. It comes with connections. Yeah. People, think about how many people just bring your name up. I'm not saying you're the best photographer, but think about mm-hmm. how many people bring your name up to other people just because how nice you was. But, Doesn't mean you was the best. But that's a prime example of how is that 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 right there. You don't have to be the best at what you do for people to even spread your name around. I'm telling you because God, the way God works in favor, you cannot be qualified for the job at all. But, just but if you if you plant a seed to the right person, yeah, the, the, that one right, right, right person, one right person, it can change your trajectory, both well, rest of your life. But at all, it's all off your energy. Yes, you're not gonna be able to plant that right seed if your energy is bad. If you over here negative, yeah. gossiping. Cursing people out, doing a whole mm-hmm. bunch of different stuff that's not planting the right energy. It's mm-hmm. not planting the right type of thing of what Jesus would do. Yeah. Like, nah, if you planting light and giving people joy and confidence in themselves and giving them the reassurance and love and doing everything out of the right intentions and the heart yeah. posture, you only can you only can expect good things to come back to you. Yeah. And it's, it's the law of attraction. Yeah, exactly. literally. And I feel like God has given us, because I believe, because God created everything, I believe God has given us, like, the, the blueprint of how to receive things back unto mm-hmm. us. But some people miss the plan of, okay, I plant the seed and I don't water it. It's mm-hmm. never gonna, it's not gonna be what you want it to be. And that's why in a lot of areas of our lives, we don't fully see that benefit or we don't fully see the full picture of a flower, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or a full plant because we're not always pouring into it. Like I found myself getting frustrated with stuff I would half do in a way or I do it for a week mm-hmm. and it's like, hold on, God, well, I'm not seeing no results. But it's yeah. a continuous water, 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 even when you don't see results. I feel like on top of that, bro, like when we're not receiving results, sometimes they make us, like my situation, sometimes I don't want to plant seeds because I'm being a perfectionist. Yeah. But like I don't want to put my foot towards this mm-hmm. and plant this seed because I feel like it's not going to reap nothing. Yeah. From me doing it right now. Mm-hmm. I want to wait until I have everything stored up yeah. so I can just store everything at one time. But sometimes that only delays you from getting the blessing. Yeah. And that goes back to um what Ecclesiastes says mm-hmm. in chapter 11, I think. And it says, yeah, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 4. It says, farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they if they watch every cloud, they never harvest. So you just sitting observing, trying to dot your eyes and cross your T's, looking at every detail. Is the time right? Is the season Waiting right? Out. Is my money good? Is is this going on in my life? At some point, I take a risk. Oh, this is my thing, Leave though, because I feel like we think that we have all day, bro. <laughs> no, for real, we think we are. Sacks. But like, not. And I'm not even just speaking about death because yes, only death is promised, mm-hmm. meaning you don't know when your day yeah. is, of course. But then also, just on a practical level, whether it's business or anything or opportunity mm-hmm. or doors open. That window is small because think about it. Think about it's a it's an offer on the table mm-hmm. and you have to decide whether I'm going to do it or not. Yeah. And if you wait too long and that offer's not there, you can't come back around when you say, oh, I'm ready now. And they're like, oh, no, we didn't move to the next person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we don't hurry. We went to the next candidate. <laughs> so you got to look at it like that because some opportunities that God opens for us, they have a, it's a small window mm-hmm. and we have to become... I said this, uh, I, it's so crazy because I was talking about this on my video and Holy Spirit gave it to me. I was saying we have to be more obsessed with obedience than we are with the outcome. 
Yes, bro. Yeah, we have to be more obsessed with just I'm doing it because God told me I'm going to be obedient and continue to plant the seed, plant the seed, water the seed, water the seed, instead of being so obsessed with how is this going to turn out? How many people going to mm-hmm. watch this? Is, this is, is an opportunity going to come out of it as a job? Am I going to get paid for it? Bro, that, that goes perfectly with the next scripture yeah. in Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 6. It says, plant your seed in the morning and keep busy all afternoon, mm-hmm. for you don't know if profit will come from one activity or another, or maybe both. Yeah. That's a prime example of that, because you being obedient and planting them seeds consistently, regardless of the outcome, regardless of any type of turnout, result, or whatever, you doing that over time, stacking them seeds up. It's proven. It's a proven method. The harvest will come at some point. Yeah, it, it has to. It's coming at some point. It has to come. He gave us the blueprint. Literally. It's just timing. I think that's where people get frustrated with the timing, like that timing fact. But it's, we're in a microwave generation, though. That's true. Like, that's true. I, you want everything instantly. And, and social media and all that stuff, it, you know what I'm saying? Play it plays that. a huge part, especially seeing people your age or young. Like, we, we got people that's, we got 16-year-olds that's millionaires. You know what I'm saying? We got- It makes you feel like you're behind. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you feel like you're behind. So, and that's why it's like, I got to be rich by tomorrow. I got to get it by tomorrow. My business has to blow by tomorrow. Bro, that- like, bro, that's crazy because that's facts. Like, yeah. social media has changed our viewpoint on what success is in the age of success, mm-hmm. marriage, all that. Yeah. It's like everything has been fast forwarded, but in reality, you're right on time. Yeah, everybody's timing is different. God's timing for everybody is different. So it's like all of us comparing to other people's lives and trying to get stuff as fast as they got it. One, you don't know what they did to get there. Mm-hmm. Two, you don't know what God had to put them through. Yeah, listen. to get to that point. Yeah, and three, you might not. If you try to pray for it now, you might fumble the bag. Yeah, because it's premature. Right. Mm-hmm. You ain't nurture. You ain't nurture everything right. You ain't nurture your character enough yet. Yeah, you ain't get molded yet. You ain't get no. You ain't get enough dirt on you. You need mm-hmm. you need dirt on the roots to yeah. grow. Yeah, you don't got enough dirt on your body. Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't enough stuff that hasn't happened to your life yet. Yeah, so it's like you need all these different things that's gonna help build your character up to even be able to steward the blessings that you want for your life. But that all comes in time, like you said. Yeah, I think we do have to rewire our um our viewpoint on success. Mm-hmm. So from what I'm getting from this is that each person in the world, my my success should be planting the seed that God wants me to plant and watering that seed. Every day. That's my success. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that, this podcast is your seed. Mm-hmm. Success is you being obedient and watering the seed, showing up and filming this podcast every single day. So in somebody else's life, that may be a different scenario, but that's what success should be. Keeping your eye on your task. I can only focus on my plan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm looking at your plan and how good it's growing, I'm going to forget to water mine. No cap. I'm like, CL, CL got a nice plant over there. It got nice, it got nice flowers and everything. And because I'm looking over there, my plant just right there dying. Like, dude, go nurture it, bro. Yeah, go go water your plant, bro. <laughs> nah, for real. Though. And that's what that's what our uh success should be. That we should be focused on the seed that God has called us to plant and keep watering it, no matter if we see a result or, or not. But like that's the thing, bro. Like, real success is walking in obedience. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. Like I feel like everybody's definition of success gets construed or changed when their eyes are not on what God wants for them. Yeah. Because, like, you can literally be successful every day by obeying God on whatever he tells you to do. Mm-hmm. No matter you got, no matter if you made $100,000 in one day, yeah. no matter if you only made $10 in a day, or whatever it is that your version of, like, mon- monetary value yeah. or whatever it is that God told you to do. Like, God's version of success for you is has nothing to do with materialistic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to actually like focus on more so, all right, God, what's your will for the day versus mine? Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. I was going to say that when you're not connected to the source, 
success to you will always lead to flesh fleshly desires every time. And what I mean by that is like whether it's just having money, like just to spend it, or just to to get your lust or whatever you want, mm-hmm. or just to have fame and stuff for your own benefit and your own motives and stuff like yes, that. Bro. And when you're not connected to the source, you always have like a perverted view of success. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do you think that um, when it comes to planting seeds, do you feel like a lot of people sleep that blessing away? Like as far as like real life sleep? Yeah, real life, real life like people will, like, you know how like the Bible says you have a slothful spirit? Yes. So like, do you feel like there's people out here that pray and ask God for this, mm-hmm. but don't know how to actually get out of the bed and go get it? Like Yes. And I think honestly, sometimes it can be a, a form of like that slothful laziness thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times actually that it is a form of spiritual warfare mm-hmm. to where it's like, cause that it used to happen to me a lot where it's like, I, I would have all that. these ideas and creativity and stuff like that. And no and motion. Like, I want, it's like, I want, <laughs> I want to get up and yeah. do it. It's like, why can't I get, Fighting. why can't I get out the bed? Like, this is not, this ain't, no, this ain't normal. Like, this is like, something's really trying to I like, keep like me. Moving, yeah, like, I don't feel like moving, but yeah, a lot of people definitely do sleep like their opportunity, their blessing away. And I think mainly it's because it stems from procrastination. Well, it mm-hmm. stems, well, first, I think it stems from fear. Mm-hmm. It stems from fear first. We talk ourselves out of it in our head. Then after we talk ourselves out of it, we procrastinate. We'll say we're doing it on the back end. Mm-hmm. And then after we procrastinate, we just end up not doing it at all. And then it passes us by. Say, the saying of when they say um, delayed obedience is still disobedience, mm-hmm. like that's facts, like, I feel like a lot of people have. I'm me. I'm. I might be top one procrastinator. Like James, procrastinator. I'm trying to do better with that. I, yeah, working on that on every single day. But it's really it do be bad. It's like a mental. It be a mental battle yeah. every day. Like to have the mindset and the motivation to wake up every day. Yo, get out the bed and get, get up, to it. Yeah. Lock in. God, what we doing today? Mm-hmm. Versus nine o'clock alarm go off. Snooze. Yeah. Sleep in some more. Wake up eleven o'clock. Snooze. Mm-hmm. Lay down some more. Half your day gone. <laughs> Bro, time be moving fast. Half your day is gone. We just got here this morning and it's already like, <laughs> like time you know, and flu. That's what I'm saying. Time, time and flu. Yeah. But it, the reason why I bring that up is because I was reading Proverbs and it said uh, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 5. It says, A wise youth harvest in the summer, but one who sleeps during harvest is a disgrace. Mm. And harvesting in the summer is basically like storing up. Yeah, you're storing up. Like, because winter's going winter's gonna to come at some point. Mm-hmm. The, the moon going to come up, sun going to go down at some point. Yeah. It's gonna rain at some point. Yeah. So it's like, why is raining? Will you be mentally prepared and ready for it? And that's the thing, because while you're asleep, somebody else is working though. Exactly. I was just talking about how I was just talking about how fear, procrastination, and this can go under laziness also. Mm-hmm. A lot of these different things that we go through, especially being in this generation with social media, a lot of it we don't realize how it stems and it directs directly to comparison, right after the fact. Literally. Because you will be lazy. God will tell you to do something and you don't do it out of fear or you're just lazy or you're procrastinating. And then as soon as you see somebody else that that's doing what you were supposed to do, now you comparing. You're like, oh, why why can't I do that? Or why don't I have that? But God is looking at you like you could have that and more, whatever you're supposed to have for your yeah. specific lane. But you didn't have the willpower to get up and go get it. While you were asleep, they was harvesting to get it. Yes, bro. And then on top of that, what you're looking for may not be what I have in store for you. Yes. So you may be praying for the wrong thing. Mm. You may be asking for the wrong thing. Yeah. And then also, like we said before, your prayer is not matching your work ethic. Yeah. You're praying for this. Mm-hmm. I want to give it to you. But you're not taking no steps towards that, John. And that's why I said when you plant the seed, you, need, you should still be working. Yes. 
because like we can't just do this and it's like okay I'm gonna just let it do what it do I'm just like I'm gonna just let God work because I I find myself doing that a lot too mm-hmm. I'm just let God do His work it was like no you need to put your hands on it too you know what I'm saying yes, bro bro you realize like we would not be here today if I ain't take my two steps so God can take five of them things yes so it's like a lot of people matter of fact it's probably gonna be a lot of people that's watching this that's in that season of life right now where they're in a position where they're gonna have to jump out the plane without a parachute. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to jump out the plane without a parachute because the only person that can save you is God. Yeah, and a lot of people are in that position because you're trying to hang on to man's point of view of what you need to be doing yeah. versus listening to what God's telling you to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what God's telling you to do, like Miles' book says, it may make you look stupid, it may go against the grain, it may go against the social norm. But when you're called to be set apart, everybody's not gonna understand what God has told you to do because it's for you. Yeah, like everybody didn't understand me dropping out of school mm-hmm. to do photography full time. Until I started showing them what God has showed me to yeah. do. Like, until I started giving them a visual representation of what it means. Then exactly. I had faith, like, I got with God, like, how me and God's relationship is. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, hold on. Oh, so this is why he dropped out. Yeah. This, this who God is. Mm-hmm. Like, some God sometimes God will want to use you and your faith, like, where you're going to touch your faith at, yeah. to get the glory out of the situation and bring even more people to, mm-hmm. like, start be, being like, hold on. All right, let me let me see who God is. Yeah. Let me read my Bible, too. Yeah. Like, bro, that whole season when I dropped out of school, bro. I can't tell you how many people started following me, started showing love, yeah, started asking me up. questions, started asking me about writing goals, so back yeah. to two and two, all that. Like, it was so many people that was showing love and supporting and wanting to know more about God mm-hmm. and my journey, my, my relationship with God off of my faith. Yeah. Off of me taking a leap of faith and saying, I don't care what y'all got going on. I know what God told me. Yeah. Like, y'all can say what I want to say. Y'all can say it's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. This isn't that. But now the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Because not only did you bet against me, you bet against God. You bet against God. Yeah. And what did I say all the time? Me plus God's majority. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. So your mindset has to change. Like, when you know that your back is, is against the wall and you have to make one or two options, it's either follow what everybody else is saying or open your ears, block out all the distractions mm-hmm. and open your ears to what God's will is for your life. You have to start consistently asking God, what is your will? What is yeah. your will? What is your will? Not mine. Not my own. Not me being distracted by my family mm-hmm. and friends and different people I see on social media because what I see on them, I might think I can do that, but that might not be my calling. Yeah. You trying to, you going out of turn. You you going the wrong lane. Yeah. You take, you're taking the wrong turn. Matter of fact, you going true. backwards. Mm-hmm. Trying to do something else that some that guy has put on someone else to, that he that he's graced them for. Yeah. It's not grace for you like that. You might be graced to do something else completely different mm-hmm. in the same field, but it could be different in a different aspect. So it's like knowing that, all right, bet. They might not agree with this. My friends might not think it's a good idea. But if God has physically told me to do this or to start stepping towards this, who am I to tell him no? Listen. Who am I telling no? Because it go back to track record. God has never failed me one time. Never. Never. So it's like, if I have, if I have any doubts, I have to go back in my mind and be like, all right, bet. God has not once failed me. Mm-hmm. And if I thought he failed me, he came through 10 times more than what I thought I was supposed to get. Yeah. If I walk in obedience, I know that God's going to protect me wherever I go. Every single time. Which is why you have that mindset of, if I jump out this plane, God, you got to catch me. <laughs> he is. I'm, I'm he betting is on you. Yeah. I'm betting on you. I jumped, I jumped out the porch. <laughs> I mean, that'd be the biggest thing, like, trying to calculate risk. Yeah. When you're calculating risk too much. Counting the like, cost. You don't move. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, as you were doing the plane, I was talking earlier. I was saying how, like, just imagine you're in a helicopter mm-hmm. and it's coming out of the sky. It's falling out of the sky. It's on fire or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're scared of heights. Yeah. You're scared of heights, but either you jump out or you stay in the helicopter while it crashes and you have mm-hmm. a parachute on. But you're scared. But you, you have the fear. Scared, you have yeah. the fear of heights. On the other side of fear is you saving your life. Mm. If I bow down to fear, I lose my life. That's good. 
And I just it just makes me think about that. Like, okay, I may I may be scared to do something, but a lot of times we run away from it. We run away from fear, not realizing that on the other side is something way something way bigger, bro. I love how you said that, bro. Because like, while you're saying that, it made me think like. Like you just said, you in a burning helicopter. A burning helicopter. And you're scared of heights. And you're scared of heights. And you have you, you have, have something. A parachute. And, and God is the parachute. You have something, you have something on you that can save your life. But because I'm scared to jump, I'm standing right there. And so a lot of times when we stay in a place because we're so scared and we get the analysis paralysis, yeah. or we start to overcomplicate things, we don't make no movement at all. Be stagnant. And, that, and that lot, uh, it causes us to to be stagnant. But in that case, it's death, of course. Yeah. But you that don't get really no crazy. growth. I think it's really crazy, like, how your fears can literally keep you from jumping into God's arms. Yeah. God sent there like this. Bro, like, think about it, like, when we was younger, and, matter of fact, what our niece and nephew, prime example. Yeah. When they on the edge of the bed, and they trying to jump into your arms, they try, they think about trusting you. They mm-hmm. look like, can I jump? Like, can yeah. I do this? You tell them, like, come on, like, jump. Like, yeah, I got you. I got you. I'm going to catch you. Yeah. I feel like that's how God be with us, but it it's like, is. your fear, you can't let your fear overpower your faith mm-hmm. in believing that. God has, like, he's going to catch you. He's going to protect you. Like, when you have the mindset of knowing that God's going to keep you safe through any hurt, harm, or danger, or if he's telling you to do something that may seem risky, it's for a reason. Like, God's going to protect you along the way. If it seems like it's going to fail, God hold your hand along the whole way Mm -hmm. because it's something you need to go through and that fail to get lifted up in some type of way. But it's it's like a trust fall. Yeah. I remember that you had said, like, a trust fall, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, trust fall, you got to think about it. On a trust fall, you can't see the person behind you. Mm. That that's what makes it a trust, trust fall. fall. I can't see you, but I have to trust to know that if I fall back, I'm not gonna hit this ground. You're gonna catch me. Think about like just think that's but, OD. But, but look, think think about it like this. That's OD. For them, practical terms. If I turn around and I I'm in a relationship with Marlon. I Marlon, my brother. Mm-hmm. I, I have a relationship with him. If I turn around, I know nine times out of ten. Matter of fact, 10 times out of 10, hopefully, prayerfully. What? What you about to say? going to catch me. Oh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I know Marlon going to catch me because I'm in a relationship, though. Because mm-hmm. I know proven time after time after time, mm-hmm. t- 22 years of life for me. Yeah. Marlon has been there. Nonstop. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who am I to tell him he's not going to catch me this time? Yeah. Same thing with God. But to go back to dropping seeds, that comes from dropping seeds in your relationship with God also, though. But not, yeah, that's facts. You know what I mean by playing seeds is putting that time in. Mm-hmm. Intimate time. So to get on that topic now, how many people stop or get inconsistent with their relationship with God because they feel like they're planting seeds, talking to God, reading their word, no and results. they feel like they're seeing no results, bro? Think about that. I want to know. I know. Me too. Yeah. I, I be, me too. I be going through the phases too, yeah, Me too. It's a constant battle. Constant cycle, bro. You be on fire for a whole month. The next fire. month, you be like, I'm sick of watering. Listen, yeah, I don't feel like ready today. <laughs> That's real. Like That's I'm not, real. Keep it a band. I've been loafing these last two days. I mean, too, last bro. three days. Me too. Me like, too. Matter of fact, I'll say this last week I've been loafing. Yeah. Like I've been like playing, bro. Like waking up, no, I need to read my Bible, and when I do it, yeah, we'll go do everything else but read my Bible. I'll pray in the car or something like that, but it's just like, yeah, still. But like you said. When you need, when you're called to reach a certain a new level of intimacy with God, it'll get harder and harder for you to do. You'll start feeling more that's resistance. True. That is true. It's like a le- another level you have to break through to get to that another level of in- intimacy. Yeah, that's true. 
And that, that was my confirmation for right now. Because listen, that's why I've been feeling like a friction. Like, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like bro. God is calling me to do like go deeper with Him, like deeper. Like, okay, you you done the you know what I'm saying you done the bare minimum. You're you're too comfortable at you too comfortable at waking up and reading a, reading a chapter. You know what I'm saying you're too bro. comfortable with just praying for ten minutes. You're too comfortable with whatever listening to a little worship song. No, I need you know what I'm saying, bro. I need more water. Some put pour the yeah. thing. Dump it. Dump the whole thing on me. Dump it. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Because really, just got I just got that from. Well, I told you about this morning when I was doing stocks. Yeah. So I was doing the stocks and I was explaining to um Capri about that joint. Mm-hmm. I was explaining how certain stocks they have a support and a resistance. Yeah. And once you break through a certain resistance, you'll go to a new level of higher highs and price. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but this time today, you seen I was up five dollars. Yeah. As soon as it hit resistance, it came right back down. Jesus. But think about it spiritually. Anytime you get like a new spiritual high. It's gonna be another roof, like a whole another level of something that's gonna keep you from breaking through that new experience, that new level of intimacy. So it's like then you hit that high, that high gone, yeah. Drop back down, you'd be like, dang. So you gotta break through it. Yeah, break through it again. Now you have to build back up. Mm -hmm. All right, God, let me put the time in. Let me get the ambition and the the motivation again to know I need to like make set a time, like set aside time. Yeah, be intentional about it. Yeah, that's confirmation for somebody who's watching too. For sure. If you're feeling exactly what we're feeling, I'm sure most people are feeling that very thing where it's like, it's kind of like a friction, like, like it's one of those things. Was like you know you you want to read your you Bible, do it. You want to pray, and you don't ever find yourself doing these things, or you don't do it for the amount of time that you want to do it, or or you kind of put him on Rest the back burner. Yeah, or you or you yeah you go through it real quickly, and it's like I just and did it. Yeah, I know God. I, yeah, yeah, I did to do it. God's trying to take you like He wants you to go deeper in Him because I feel like as we elevate in the natural aspect, like in real life, also we have to elevate in the spiritual realm. Yes, bro. Because we will only be as strong as our relationship with God. And especially as we're praying these prayers that we, God, we want you to do this, we want you to do that. But it's like, okay, I can't drop everything on you when you can't even, you know what I'm saying, get right with me first. Because mm-hmm. you're only as strong as, you're only as strong as me. Bro, literally. Yeah. But I've been trying to, like, to myself, I don't know how valid this is, but I've been thinking to myself sometimes, I'd be like, bro, your old faith from two years ago ain't going to be what moved the mountain this time. It's not. I No, I think that's valid. Yeah, like, I don't think so. No. Nah. Yeah, like, the faith I had back in college... Yeah, so that was baby faith. That was baby faith. Like you need a whole nother level of faith now nah, to move this stuff. And because and you gotta think about it like that. That faith was good for that season. Yeah. That faith got you through those trials. Exactly. But what happens when you try to implement that faith on a bigger trial? You gonna fold like a chair. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Every time. Cause that was a little minor situation. My my car broke down. Okay, now what happens when a situ a situation yeah. situation comes that you and you need faith, faith. Nah, that was a slap on the wrist. Yeah, that, you need faith. Yeah, like, you need real faith. You need real faith. <laughs> you need no, for real, for real. That's you real faith. That's real. You better think you can walk in water today, brother. Yeah. Hold on, you need crazy faith like Mike Todd be saying. Like, Listen. you better make something shake. Yeah. But like, I just love how God's always in like patience with us. He's always in open arms. He's always there waiting for us. Mm-hmm. It's just more so on us taking that step. Yeah. Yo, 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 yeah, yo. Right time there. out. Time out. You right, you right here. Yeah. I know you're not watching this video. Yeah. Ain't like and subscribe. Listen. What you doing? What are you doing? Why are you playing? <laughs> You know, you know, bro. Come on now, like real talk. I thought we, I thought we was family. So go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and also hit that little bell because when you do that, you'll get every alert for when we post. We don't want you to just be a stranger part of this channel. We wanna, we wanna bring you into the family. You know what I'm saying? You never know what episode may drop that you may need for your life right now in this very moment. Exactly. So turn the post notifications on. We love you. We appreciate you, and we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. So I got a question to switch the topic a little bit.
well, still on the topic of sowing seeds. Yeah. What do you do when you're sowing seeds of positivity but reaping seeds of negativity? Whether that's friendships, relationships, with your family, whatever, whatever environment you may be in, at work, at school, trying to be nice, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to sow those seeds, mm-hmm. but you're receiving negativity back. I say you just keep praying and keep sowing. Because mm. eventually, think about it like this, if you're counting negative, if you keep putting money in there, eventually it's going to be positive again yeah. at some point. yeah. If you got debt, you keep paying on that debt. Mm-hmm. It's gonna become positive at some point. Yeah. You're not gonna be debt. You're not gonna be in debt no more. Yeah. So it's like if you have a whole lot of negativity, you keep sowing, you keep doing your thing, one percent by one percent every day, one by one, they're gonna all start getting more positive. That's good. One by one, as long as you saying God help me and help mm-hmm. them like open their eyes and be more positive and more yeah. loving and accept or to accept my love. Yeah. Then you'll start seeing result because you're doing it on God's will. Like God, like what is your will? Or another, or another way it can be, you need to cut the root. Yeah, you plant you plant seed on the wrong ground. That's a good one. You might not be called to plant seed in that room That's or in that environment. Yeah. You plant seed to somewhere where it, the plant can't grow, mm-hmm. or they don't want to grow, or it's like, or they don't want to grow. Yeah, like you know how sometimes uh plants, you know, isn't there like a saying where plants can get like too much sun or too much too water? Much water. Yes, they yeah. get too much sun and too much. Yeah, water, you putting too much water in there, they get annoyed. Yeah, they ready for you to leave. It's time for you to move. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? So you have to like know what God's will is for your life in that yeah. season or or the environment where it is because you could be trying to plant something to people that's hearts are hardened. Mm. And it might not be called for you to touch them. It might be called for someone else to like make them yeah. unravel their heart and all that. But it's just more so on knowing what God's will is and just staying consistent and praying and knowing that, all right, God, listen, I'm showing love. Somebody gonna show love back. <laughs> and and that that's the reason I asked. That's the reason I asked because I know there's a lot of people out there that may be frustrated because it's like Okay, I'm sowing kindness. I'm yeah. sowing positivity, but God, why am I not getting that back? Yeah. And a lot of people give up at that point where it's like, okay, God, I'm I'm done. I'm keep going. done sowing this positivity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, stuff keep like going. that. So, so what do you, what do you feel like you would do in this situation? I just gotta continue to be positive. I'm gonna need God's strength, of course. Because, yeah, listen, because Marlon wouldn't want to listen if somebody treat me this way. Marlon don't want to, but ultimately it goes back down to just wanting to be like God. And, but like you mm-hmm. said, knowing which ground is so on, because mm-hmm. some people are worth investing in. And like our dad always says, you don't know what somebody else is going through. Mm-hmm. So that negativity just, it may not be formed. It really may not be you. Yeah. It, even even if it is with you, it still may be a spirit in them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It may not be that person that's frustrated with you, but the spirit is like, when it's around, it's, it's a friction. You know what I'm saying? But that's the reason why you need to be tapped in with God. Yes. Because when you have a relationship with God, then you know how to, you'll have the discernment to know. Yes. I know they're not mad at me personally. And the grace to handle it. Exactly. You won't mm-hmm. you won't take it personally because you'll be like, no, I know their problem's not with me. Yeah. I know they're not I know they might be having a bad day for something that happened at home. Mm-hmm. So like you won't start you won't exactly like you say, you won't take things as personal anymore yeah. because you'll have the discernment and the grace to know, hold on, let me let me let me pause real quick. Mm-hmm. What would God like what would Jesus do? Yeah. All right, bet. They may be having a bad day. They may have let their anger out on me. They may have said some words that they didn't mean right so now. God, give me the words to say, like God, give me the words to say and give me the Heart posture to be able to still love them unconditionally, yes. regardless if they hurt me or not. Yeah, I don't like, and that's my biggest thing. When whenever something like that happens, I try to like always pray God help me not to see that person whether they mm-hmm. did wrong. Help me to see you because if I because think about it like this, somebody may wrong me, but if I see God in the situation, I'm not gonna say ne- nothing negative to him. Exactly. God help me to see the help me to see you even in that person, e- even when that person don't even look like you or act like you. What was the thing you said? I think you said a Bible study about um planting a seed to a negative person. Like just you planting a seed to them at some point, their heart going. You said something like that. I don't remember. You be saying like, you doing your part is planting a seed is all you need to do versus them. It's up to them if they gonna. 
Yeah, so because some people, yeah, some people, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You can't make, because at the end of the day, you can't make anybody do anything. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're doing your part, playing the seed, God has to handle the rest. That's right. And it's between that person if he wants help from God or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And some people are more stubborn than others. Yeah, so it's like, definitely. And some people, it takes more time than others. Literally. Yeah. And some, sometimes it really be a test on you, like how did, um how God did with Moses and mm-hmm. in, um, in Exodus. Yeah. Like he's saying, like, I, I hardened Pharaoh's heart. It's like you need to keep obeying me. Like yes. keep obeying, and it's going, it's going plague after plague after plague. Keep obeying after plague after plague after plague. I don't care how long it takes, you better keep obeying. Yeah, <laughs> because at some point that tree gonna come down. Yeah, and but and but it's just the thing because God ultimately hardened His heart for Him to get the glory to, to get the glory out of the situation. Yeah, and think about it. Think if you know if you want nice people in the world and you run to one of the meanest people, nastiest people that you ever met, mm-hmm. and God got you, you just feel you just feel called to keep being nice to mm-hmm. them. Even if you're not getting no results right then and yeah. there, it might take months. It might. A year, two years, whatever it is. At some point, they're going to start transitioning yeah. if it's in God's will. Yeah. They're going to start transitioning because one one thing you said that was that guy put in your heart to say, test their heart. Yeah. Or you found, or you learned more about them to know the root of why they're really mad. And then in doing so, you're showing them the love of God. Yes, bro. That gives them another opportunity to grow closer to God because you just express what God would do or Jesus would do if he was here. Bro. I cannot stand. It just really be irritating. Yeah, because a lot of Christians, mm-hmm. church people, so on and so forth, will love, say they believe in God and everything, but their action in their heart does not show people we believe in God. Like the greatest commandment, bro. Our actions show the opposite. Like mm-hmm. you say you believe in God, you say you love all people and everything, but you over here cursing this person out. Yeah, doing this talking about this person. Mm-hmm. All that, like you're not pointing nobody that needs to get poured into, like you're not helping nobody out. And but but that's why those people reap that. That's facts. That's facts. Reap what you sow. Hey, you reap what you sow. Get what you put in. Why do I get friends to talk about me? That's what you be putting in. You don't like, but it takes for someone else to call you out on it for you to realize that you're, that you're even doing it. That person will be frustrated, boy. Listen, be hurt. <laughs> like, but think about think about how many times where like I don't be like I don't be feeling like being that guy sometimes. Yeah. Cause but like I know for I must be for me. I know sometimes somebody has to tell me that I'm doing something for me to realize yeah, that I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, to be aware. Yeah, that's true. You won't be aware of it until somebody calls yeah, it out on you. somebody show you, yeah. Because don't, you don't think about you doing it when you're yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah, Especially if you've been accustomed to exactly. it. Exactly. If it's like yeah. a habit, yeah. you're not thinking about you doing it. It's you're natural. Just, you're just natural yeah. to do it. But if somebody calls you out and be like, ACL, you do this a lot. Mm. You might get offended at times, yeah. but then you'll start realizing every time you do it, you'll be like, hold on. Oh, hold on. I do do that a lot. Yeah. Like, if I, if I, say if I was to be like, Marlon, like, I've been catching, like, you've been gossiping a lot lately, like, mm-hmm. relax on that. You might catch an attitude with me and be like, nah, I don't be gossiping. Next time you guys would be like, hold on, I might, I might need to watch my words right now. Work. And it's a, it's a, it's a check. It's but, like a, but that's still playing the seed right there. It's like it's still playing the seed. It's, it's like playing the seed of truth, like letting you know, as a friend, as a brother, as a family member, as mm-hmm. a person that loves you, I don't want you to fall down that rabbit hole of sin of just gossiping yeah. about people or going down the wrong path and doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Because anything can happen about you talking about the wrong person. Love to you. I'm telling you. <laughs> You can't, yeah, you, y'all need to watch who y'all speaking on, too. Facts. Yeah, you don't know who watch you talking who about. speaking on, boy. You don't know who they know. Yeah, you don't know who they are in, Facts. in Christ in general. Facts, bro. You playing with one of God's soldiers, yeah. his kids. I don't speak on nobody, bro. Literally. I don't even let people talk about the people around me if they're not in the room. I'm like, yo, right, listen, no, yeah, next topic. Next, yeah, next topic. Yeah, switch that topic. Cause next topic. Nah, I ain't getting included in none of that. Bro. Nah. Ninja. Them words come back, they come back to bite you in the worst way. But like, what they say, um, if you're not praying for me, don't talk about me. Yes. Simple as that. If you're not praying for me, don't post about me. Don't talk about me. Don't whatever. Now, bro, if you're not if trying you're not to find a solution to this problem, if you're not praying, don't speak on it. Don't speak on it. Yeah, I remember we, like, it's been a couple times where we had to like step in and say that because mm-hmm. like y'all know what other people are going through. Yeah, 
or the ridicule that they're getting, even though they, the intentions might not even be what they're getting. Mm-hmm. Like the injury they're getting is the opposite of what the intentions that they had yeah. in doing what they was doing. Yeah. So it's like sometimes you have to move in love or have a discernment or understanding like everybody's human mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. Like nobody's perfect. I don't know why we be acting like we perfect. Like nah. people, people like society just acts like everybody's supposed to be perfect, mm-hmm. but nobody's called to be perfect. But yeah. Jesus. The, it's own ideology in a way. Like no cap. Yeah. But I do have a question. What do you think about well, not what do you think? How important is it to sow seeds of serving? Because serving is one of the greatest ways to sow seeds. Whether you're serving a mentor in the business field, serving at your job, or you might be the lowest person on the job, and then you serve your way up. Think about every high up person they have served somebody, and people Listen. don't realize people don't realize that serving is one of the greatest seeds you can sow. It's crazy you just asked that because <laughs> Monday. Mm-hmm. I was reading about um I was reading about like motor racing. Mm-hmm. And if you remember my fact, remember in GTA, if you was racing and you was sitting behind somebody, you can get like a slipstream and you'll make you faster and go around them. Yeah. Same thing with motor racing. It says in motor racing to pass another car by driving behind it behind it to gain speed using less power before accelerating and moving past it. So it's basically saying like someone see the mentors from entrepreneurs or anybody that just needs a mentor. Get you where you need to go faster. Basically, sewing into mentor, bro, is basically saying, like, exactly. It'll get you to where you need to go faster with the least mistakes of what they went through to get yes. there. Yeah. So all the mistakes and everything that they went through, the experiences, the lessons, everything they did to get to where they are today, if you get a, the right mentor that's, that's called to you, mm-hmm. they'll be able to show you everything they did and show you which steps to take and which yeah. steps not to take. Like, my mentor, he'll let me know, you're doing too much. You, you're yeah. focusing on too many different things. Yeah. Narrow, narrow your focus down. Mm-hmm. Focus on one thing. Master that first, and then go on to the next thing. Yeah. Because when your focus is spread thin, now you're giving everything only a piece of you. Yeah. Like you're only giving, you're not giving everything your best ability, your mm-hmm. full energy. And when you start doing that, now you you hindering your relationship with God because you got all this going on. Now God on the back burner. Yeah. Instead of you just focusing on one thing and making God a priority on top of that one thing mm-hmm. to let Him just have full access and control over what happens with that. Yeah. Like mentors can really just put you in a position that you. If you expect yourself to get somewhere in 10 years, they can get you there in five. Yeah. It's just on who you plan to see to. You have to make sure it's good ground. You have to make sure who you're sowing to is good ground. Like my mentor, my mom always told me, like, you sow where you want to go. Yeah. So I know my mentor, he's done every literally, he's done everything that I've joined that I want to do yeah. already. And he's 28. So it's like, I when I met him at, at um in New York, when I seen him in New York and everything, I sold into him. Yeah. Because I said, I keep God keeps showing me, showing you, showing to you, because yeah. this is where I want to go. This is where I see myself in the future. Everything. This what this. The, you're a living vision of what God has been showing mm-hmm. me of where I'm gonna be. Yeah. So let me show into you because I know there's something that God has put in your heart to pour into me. Yeah. That I need to. And if, I need to go. Yeah. That. Especially somebody's pouring into you free, bro. Not but you, charging you like you know what I'm saying. That's, let me tell. I'm gonna tell y'all the story because it's like it's crazy how mm-hmm. everything turned out. Cause remember I told you. I went to InvestFest. For y'all that don't know what InvestFest is, it's like a big conference of entrepreneurs that um, all meet up. Earn Leisure, they uh, run the event. Yeah. I went to InvestFest. My first, this is my first time flying anywhere by myself, going to any type of event by myself. Mm-hmm. But I, just got, I had felt led to go to the yeah. event. Like God had on my heart strongly, you need to be at that event. You need to be in that event. Ask Marlon. Ask yeah, my family. Everybody. About it the whole, yeah. I told Autumn, I said, yo, I want y'all to come with me to the event. Nobody came, but God said, you need to be there. So I came to, to my conclusion. I'm be there with or without y'all. Mm-hmm. Love to y'all. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> I get to the event. I'm in the VIP zone. I want to invest in myself and meet as many people as possible and network. Cause you can't go to these events and not network. They're mm-hmm. meant for networking yeah, network. for you to meet somebody new, all that stuff. Yeah. While I'm at the event, I start seeing this dude 
He's doing like five things at one time. Like I'm in the VIP section yeah. chilling. I don't, I don't know why he's there. I'm chilling in the corner just observing everybody. He over here holding a VIP behind the line, telling the photographer what to do, videographer record this. Yeah. I ask this question right here. Security, make sure they hold, hold him back over yeah. here. He's doing five different things at one time. I'm like, bro, how is he moving this fluent? Who is that? Like he's like, but he like he was like in his like, what's the, what's the element? Word? Yeah, he's in his element. Like yeah. it was just so easy for him. Yeah. Like doing five different things at one time. I was like, bro, he is like killing this mm-hmm. Like he's going crazy. So fast forward after that, I see that. I tell bro, I was like, hey, bro, you doing your thing, bro. I leave. Come back home a week later. I, I didn't know who he was. I know yeah. who he was. A week later, tell me why. He found my page. That is sick. Look, that is sick. bro found my page yeah. off our podcast though. Mm. Now go back to Plan to Seed, like yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. Zoom out. Go back to Plan yeah. to Seed of the podcast. Cause we want to do the podcast. He went and found the page. It aligns with something else for your whole, something completely separate with your personal life. Yes. But if you didn't plant this seed, you know what I'm saying? If like, I didn't plant this seed, yeah. that wouldn't have been. You wouldn't know if he would have ever seen your page because it would have just been like, you're doing your thing, man. Okay, you never see that man again. Bro, <laughs> bro, D and me. Yeah. I thought it was a fake page. I'm like, bro, there's no way this dude I just seen at the event. Yeah. He don't know who I am. He's DM me and said, hey, bro, I love what you represent. I love what you're doing. You up next. God. Random dude that's a millionaire in InvestFest. Yeah. That's running all the events. He, he run the whole media. He, run the, he has a, a media uh, co- company that runs everything at the event. Yeah. He DM me. He found my page. That's crazy. Said, yo, you up next. DM me first. Follow me and everything. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, there's no way, bro, just follow me. I want nobody but God, boy. I DM back. I said, bro. You ain't noticed, but I was just peeping you at the event. Yeah. Like, watching everything you was doing. I just wanted to let you know, like, bro, you was going crazy. Like, you was mm-hmm. doing your thing. And I was observing. I learned something new from just watching you do your thing. You yeah. keep doing what you're doing. I love, I love to see it. Mm-hmm. Hope you can link up. Everything. That go by. Next event happens where um they had Market Mondays yes. in New York. Bring I bring JP and Nat and all them with me. Mm-hmm. my friends. So, we go to the event. He hit me up. He said, he say, hey, little bro, you here? Jesus I was like, Christ. yo, Yeah. He was like, "Yo, come to the front." He all the way in the front of the stage. Tell him, I want, I want you to tell him what you did though when you got there. I don't know about it. Yeah. Oh, when, when we got there, when I got to the event. Yeah. So when I got to like right when I met him. No, just you know what he had you to do. Serve. Oh no 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 no! That's that's, that's okay. after this. That's okay. after this. So I get there because this is my first sold mm-hmm. to him. I get there. I dab, I up when I tell y'all, bro. Because it's my first time like actually talking to him face to face, like talking to him face to face. As soon as I get there. Got me up, hugged me like I was his little brother for real. Yeah. Like, like we was family. Yeah, like, like he knew me for, like his whole life. Yeah. Hugged me and everything. Dapped me up. And then he started pouring to me OD. Like Jaden right there just watching him, like talking. Mm. He pouring to me. I just, I'm just not meeting you. Yeah. This is my first time actually having a conversation with you. And you pouring to me OD. God ordained. Like God was like yeah. flowing through him. Cause he was saying everything that was on my heart mm. at the time. I was that like, bro, couldn't express. I couldn't exp- I was like, bro, there's just no way God yeah. is winning. Like, I'm getting hot right now talking about yeah. it. Yeah. So then we do all that. And that right there was like when God gave me like the push, he was like, so into him. Mm-hmm. So that's when I sold it to him. And I was like, yo, my mom said, I just saw where I want to go. You can't tell me no right now, bro. Like, yeah. I know you might not take money or anything. This is that. But this is my way of sowing into you yeah. and letting you know that like, I'm serious about like, just appreciating you for just the words, mm-hmm. the love that you've been showing, for just looking out yeah. right now and everything. Even if you don't do nothing else, yeah. I still want to sow into you because mm-hmm. me following your page is enough for me. Yeah. Like, all that. Bro told me, mind y'all, this is why I was praying for a mentor for like, Couple months straight. That's crazy. Bro told me, I didn't have to ask. He said, Y'all meet up with us at the event. Because, mind you, we're just at the event, buy mm-hmm. tickets, regular civilians in the event, yeah. sitting down. we watching Floyd, Ernie Leisure, yeah. Ian Dunlap, all them coming up there speaking, all that stuff. After that, we're supposed to go back home. Mm-hmm. He said, Nah, y'all come with me 
to where we about, we about to go out to eat together as a family. Yeah. We all about to go out to eat after this, John. Y'all hit me up after this event. I'm going to get y'all there. I'm going to let you meet everybody. Jesus Favorites. Meet everybody. We end up going out to eat with them. We sit at the table. He said, Clarence, um, he said, Clarence, what's your business idea and everything? Doing this, doing that. Mm-hmm. Conversation goes on. He said, all right, cool. I'm a mentor now. <laughs> My heart dropped. Yeah. Because like, it felt like that one day was like a, Answer a month's worth of answer prayers. He was watering the seed. He was he was he was planting the seed in prayer though. Planting the seed in prayer, bro, and constantly praying for, constantly seeking, mm-hmm. constantly knocking, constantly taking step forward. Yeah. Nobody told me to go to New York. Yeah. Go to the event. Invest in myself. Go to the event. Mm-hmm. We have to you have to be able to put in something yes. to get something out. Yeah. If I ain't go to the event, if I ain't go to either one of the events, I wouldn't have met him. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to chop it up with him. He wouldn't have been able to see me in person, dap me up, talk to me, all that stuff. And for me to be able to be blessed to be able to just be in the room with all those different type of millionaires yeah. and wealthy people that's influential and all that stuff, that's people I want to be around on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. He'd be around them all the time. He's one of them. That's OD. So then fast forward from there, he ended up having an event in Atlanta. And in that event in Atlanta, he had asked, he had basically said, hey, um, well, he even asked. He just said, like, yeah, he's uh, looking for people to help out, this, this, and that. And I told him, so I'm a, I know for me, yeah. from watching Marlon, my, my y'all, Marlon was in his wilderness season and everything. And I, from Marlon, what I've learned is you can never go wrong serving somebody else. Listen, get your hands on something. Get your hands on and, and so I kind of like just to pause right there. Mm-hmm. I think I proud myself on the most that because a lot of people look at, they think they're only an asset if they have money. They no. think they're only an asset if get they have hurt. fame. They think they're only an asset if they got a resource or a connection. I found out quick and early that if I feel like I don't bring nothing else to the table, one thing nobody would never be able to say about me is Marlon. Marlon didn't ever. He won't just sit around. He got his hands on something. Yeah, he was every time. He was asset in that way. He he was willing to he was willing to serve in any role. Mm-hmm. He put his pride to the side and get in where I'm a, I'm a utility guy. Yes, I'm gonna get in where I fit in. And let me tell you something. My pride was so hurt. It hurts. It hurts. It does. Cause like, bro, in my mind, I'm looking like I texted him. He didn't have to ask me nothing. I texted him. I said, Yo, I'm on the way to Atlanta. If you need any help with your event today. I mean, this weekend, let me know. I got you. Whatever I remember it is. we had a whole conversation about it. Yeah. You, you, you I called told me. you. Yeah, you called me. Yeah, yeah. I called you because. He was like, bro. <laughs> me, me saying that, you like, you know how like, you say something, but you don't yeah. mean it's like the full extent? Yeah. <laughs> Be like, yo, if you need anything, like, let me know. Yeah. Cause my mom, I'm talking. You say it and you, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, if you need pictures or anything, I, I got you. you. And then it's the fact that you paid to get there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I paid like, to get here. You're not thinking about. I just here to enjoy the event. Yeah. He invited me to the event. I'm here to enjoy yeah. the event. Yeah. He, he invited me to his um, business anniversary stuff. So he's like inviting me and my, my uh, boy, JP. To his intimate like yeah. business relations, like I'm meeting everybody. I'm meeting Steve Harvey stock uh, stock dude. I mean millionaire real estate people mm-hmm. that I've followed on Instagram. Yeah, I met Shoshana. I've been following her for for forever. Yeah, she got her own um franchise ice cream company in Atlanta and different That's states and everything. Like I met her in person for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, this is really crazy. Like everybody's in here. Yeah. So I'm we get there, and instead of me taking pictures, uh, his assistant was like, "How come can y'all come serve food?" Say it again. His assistant said, instead, I walked in there with the expectation of, I'm going to help you with pictures. Mm-hmm. He said, all right, bam, I'm going to see my assistant's number. Okay, think about it like this. You're a photographer. I'm a photographer. Taking pictures is comfortable for you. Exactly. exactly. So run yeah. it back. There, so run yeah, it back. There you go. Break, break, break it down, yeah, Wiley. Go run it back. Go tell the story. I'm, tell the story. I'm, I'm a photographer. Yeah. So I walked in there saying, hey, bro, if you need help with anything, let me know. I got you. In the mindset of... I can help you with pictures because that's what I do. That's my element. That's my element. That's what I do. That's what I know I can get yeah. you a good value out of. Mm-hmm. So, all right, cool. I'm going to speak to my assistant and she'll let you know everything we need. Yeah. My mom, I'm going to go, all right, bet. I'll just help with the pictures, all that. She texts me and says, hey, can you help serve food? 
I stopped. I paused. The I called ult- Marlon. The ultimate heart posture check. Let me tell you something. My pride was tested. I promise you, I don't know his mentor personally, but I promise you if you didn't serve food that day, y'all relationship would not be the same. I, 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 can I put, guarantee that. I can put 100% of that. I guarantee that. Because I think also he probably wanted to see. But Marlon, watch. Watch the end of the story. I guarantee that. Because she said that. It took me like 10 minutes. To, I called you. Hey, not serve food. I called, but I love you. I'm not. You know I know who I am. <laughs> I said, sir, food. More purple. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but I ain't coming to serve no food. Oh, crazy. I didn't pay to be here. Yeah. I didn't serve no, I'm not serving no food. Yeah. But then I was like, bro, I know that everything can be a test to like get to where I really need to be. Yeah. Because I know that in reality, God can be, um, God can literally be showing you a test and be like, yeah. all right, are you, how your heart posture going to be? Mm-hmm. Are you going to switch it up? Are you going to do something else? Like, are you going to. Put your pie to the side yeah. and let and see what you're gonna do and serve. Mm-hmm. Cause in reality, I never served before, so I didn't know what that feeling was yeah. like. So it's like I had to really sit down and think. What's well, a wise decision? Mm-hmm. Talking to Jane, I'm looking like, hey, brother, it might be a test, brother, it might be a test. It's a, it, it was the ultimate test, saw, and and I think the biggest thing to take from that to from for whoever is watching, excuse me, that serving is never comfortable at all. I always think about, so Jesus is the greatest example of serving. And think about that. He came back to serve us. Think about when he was on the cross. Mm-hmm. He was like, God, if, if if you can, let this bitter cup pass from me. Meaning, like, if you can, do I, like, like kind of like, yeah. do I have to, like, do I got to do this? Bro. It wasn't comfortable. It wasn't convenient. Bro, at all. Like, me and Jaden in the hotel room, like, yo, we ain't coming for all that, bro. Like, and me, and Jaden, he got more pride than me. Yeah. <laughs> but what really, this ain't it was a test, though, because we get to the event, we get there. Um, his assistant came up to me and was like, "All right, bet. So, which one of y'all helping with serving the food and everything?" Mm-hmm. I look at Jaden and that. They looking at me like, <laughs> "I said, I, I put my pride aside. I said, I got it. I'm gonna serve yeah. the food. I serve the food. I go, I go back in the kitchen. I go to serve the food and everything. I start putting the apron on, all that stuff, gloves, all that. But this is where real like friendship come in, real mm-hmm. love, real teamwork, and everything come in. Yeah, where God will start revealing to you like." All right, but who really down to get their hands yeah. dirty? Who really down to like grow in this level? Mm-hmm. Jay didn't come back there. See him put the gloves on. He said, "Yo, see." I said, "What? Put the gloves on." He said, "Yo, take the gloves off. I got it." That's real. I looked at him. I said, "What?" <laughs> Jaden, you don't got nothing. You you got more pride to be. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he said, "Yo, <laughs> Chad, like, Chad, you Chad, you bugging." He he said, "Yo, go. You better go back." He said, yeah. you, you, "He said." This is what he said, word for word. He said, see, you belong out there. You need to be out there talking to them. Jesus. Go out there. I got it. Two for the team. Hurry up before I change my mind. You <laughs> <laughs> two for the team. But that's love. Like, that, that touched me. But he don't, he don't know that him doing that was also sowing a seed in his life, though. Exactly. I'm getting chills right now. Everything that's, is seed. That's my, that's my boy. Everything, bro. That's my boy. Hey, Jaden, you my boy. I love you, boy. Everything is seed. Like, it don't matter what phase it is. Like, it's, everything is a seed plant. He planted, he planted a seed in his own life doing that. Yeah, bro, Marlon. So then after that, he starts serving food. People testing his character like, oh, he bad. Like, JP is not one of them. JP, yeah. Jaden is not going around, like, willingly saying, I'm going to help serve. This yeah. is not. No. JP, he got, the, he got the little trade, serving the food. People over here asking for napkins and stuff. Yeah. He over here getting irritated. He looked like, listen, don't ask for nothing else. <laughs> listen. But while he's doing that, he's serving the food and everything. And then when he got to the back, one of, um, one of my boy Jalil's peoples came up to him and said, thank you so much for doing this. You're doing a real, mm. go- real good job and everything. And even though he was irritated, he started thinking about it. He was like, matter of fact, you know what? He went over to the girl that gave us the task in the first yeah. place and gave her a hug and said, thank you for allowing me to do this. Hey, boy. Because God knows I need to be in the situation to help my my pride and my posture. Jesus. Gave her a hug and apologized to her and said, thank you for putting me in this position mm-hmm. and everything. So me and JP, hand in hand, serving 
everybody helping yeah. out. I take pictures, I make sure JP good, make sure his energy good and everything. Da 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 da. Event ends. Make we make sure everybody go. We help we helping packing stuff up, all that and everything. Jalil pulls me and him over. Cause Jalil, he he talking to everybody at the yeah. it's his event. We not really messing with him at the event. We like mm-hmm. we let him do his thing. Yeah. Let him enjoy himself, all that stuff. Event ends. We about to take a picture together. He pulls us over. He says, Hey yo, I, I seen y'all how y'all were serving. Y'all didn't have to do none of that. He said, But exactly what y'all doing right now is exactly what I did to get to where I am today. Listen. When I tell you that was all the confirmation in the world. I'm serving is the greatest seed ever. That was all the confirmation in the world. Because in me and JP's mindsets, we want to be millionaires, we want to be wealthy, we want to be in these rooms, this and that. But it's like, what are you what are you willing to do to get there? <laughs> Think about it. We we're not millionaires. We have no value here. <laughs> but if we can help out and put a helping hand and sort of we're not prideful enough to like help out and just show love and still walk around with a smile on our face, even if we don't want to do this. What makes you think that they will want to help put you on to something else, something new that you can do bro, if you're not going to show the right posture? Well, serving gets you into rooms you have no access to. Think Heart dropped when he said that. Think about, know. it's crazy. Think about hotels. Mm. Think about think about the service. They push the carts. Yeah. They come into your room to clean. Well, that's the way they get access into the room. Serving, get, listen, serving. Nah, get, nah, 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 serving. nah, 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 Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> Run it back. That went over the head. Crazy. That went over the camera. Think, I said service gets you into rooms you have no access to. Bo. Think you about see? I said, think about the service. Think about the service at hotels and how uh they knock on the door. Room service, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Blah blah blah. Of so course, they, they do room. have a key to your room, but it's because they, they're offering a service. They come and clean your room. When you go and serve, it gets you into access to those rooms. Holy Spirit. And, and then it, it gets you into rooms that you're not even qualified for, honestly. You in a room, listen, my bank account may not look like nobody's bank account in this room. At all. But I'm here. But you know how I, I want to serve some food. You, got, you know how I got here? Through favor, through prayer, through planting seeds consistently. Seeds, even when there was no result. Seeds. From being, from being intimate with God to know his yeah. voice when he said, yo, get up and go to this event. Yeah. Invest in yourself. Go to this event. Mm-hmm. I don't care who's there. I don't care if you go by yourself. Plant the seeds. Go to this event. Think about it. If I if I we never start this podcast, if I never go to the event, it's a trickle down effect, bro. If I ever go to the other event to meet him in person, for him to even bring me around to take me under his wing to tell me, he told me in front of Earn Your Leisure, I'm your mentor now. Mm. We're making conversation. He told matter of fact, he told Ian Dunlap, who is a multimillionaire in stocks. He told him to his face. He said, "Yeah, this one of my mentees now. He's my I'm, I'm his mentor now." Jesus, to him, Jesus Christ. Ian Dunlap told me to my face. Matter of fact, I watch him every Monday. I watch yeah. him all the time every week. He said, "Jalil talking about talking this much about you." He 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 believed in you a lot. That's a light skinned dude. Yeah, yeah. He believed in you a lot because he has he has a lot of passion in his voice right now, mm-hmm. a lot of faith in you. That means you somebody special, man. Yeah. And I'm looking like, bro. It's I was lost words. Yeah, I yeah, was stuck. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the end. But at the end of Jaleel's event, bro, when he said, "Yo, y'all serving and doing this, I ain't have to do this." But it's the fact that y'all did it for me at my event and my business event. I had to serve the same way y'all serving right now to get to where I am today. I had to help out all the people who do this, do that. Like all the stuff y'all doing right now is only step stepping stones to getting further and further along where mm-hmm. I want to be in real life. It's, but it's a shortcut. It's a cheat code. It's a cheat code. But, but the problem but is heart. You can give somebody a cheat code, but they won't do it because of the heart posture. Because Pride. it's a it's a cheat code, but it's a cheat code that everybody everybody's not willing to take. And you're uncomfortable. Like it made me it made me and JP uncomfortable because yeah. like, bro, I'm not coming to do all that. Part, that's the part about. And my mom like, bro, I'm not buy this flight, this yeah. hotel, all this stuff to come out here and clean or mm-hmm. to serve food. Like yeah. no, but. I thought about it. I was like, bro, my job being my job even being a mentee in general. Like, if he says he's my mentor, my job even being here in general is to make sure he good, make sure his yeah. event runs smoothly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, put my pride aside, 
me me trying to be selfish just to be in the room around a whole bunch of people. Yeah. No. Look for opportunity. Look for opportunity that y'all gonna get if you didn't serve. Listen. That like it was really a blessing in disguise. Yeah. And it showed me like what a true friend is. Like my my boy, my brother, mm-hmm. I, he my brother at this yeah. point. Yeah. My brother, my boy JP, told me, take the apron off, take the gloves mm-hmm. off. I got it. You need to be out there. Yeah. That's love. Mm-hmm. Cause you didn't have to do that. Yeah, I brought I brought you a plus. I brought you a plus one. Yeah, you didn't have to come here and serve nothing. Mm-hmm. You could have came here and enjoyed the event. Yeah, you could have been straight. You could have been chilling. He said, "No, you need to be out there." I got it. Yeah, and ended up blessing both of us. AJ, I'm telling you, bro. Watch what seeds y'all planted. You read know what you, you sow. You read what you sow, bro. Let me tell you something. That was a blessed weekend, boy. Listen, this is a great episode. This is a blessed Ooh, episode. This, this is definitely a blessed episode. <laughs> this one the one. I hope somebody needed that story, bro, because that don't really. Got me fired back up. Yeah, now. it took a left turn for the greater good. <laughs> I host, I host my episode took a great turn. No, for sure. Yeah. Most bitch started winning. Yeah, that hotel joint was old. Yeah, this is good. This is good. This is great. Lord, Jesus Christ. Jesus Hope y'all Devonte Christ. <laughs> nah, my fault, Ron. <laughs> nah, <laughs> you you beat for that. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning into this episode, man. <laughs> Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, leave a review for us, please. Um, make sure I download the episodes. Yeah. Matter of fact, follow the podcast page, which way it will automatically download the episodes for y'all. Yeah. And y'all be caught up to all the new episodes that drop on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else y'all choose to watch it on. Make sure y'all um actually leave some comments in the uh, YouTube section mm-hmm. too, because we like to see y'all responses, how y'all feel about the conversation. Yeah. What's y'all perspective on it too? Like what do y'all think what do y'all think is the definition of reaping what you sow? And how do you how do you plant seeds in your own life? What do you plant seeds yeah. to bless to best give God the glory in your life? Mm-hmm. And um are y'all in a season of struggle? Are y'all in a season of resistance where you feel like you haven't got past that roof of where you need to get to where a new level with God and your mm-hmm. relationship? Um, other than that, new episode about to drop right now. So yeah. let's see y'all. Y'all go tune in with it. And uh, we love y'all. We appreciate all y'all support. Yes, Make sure y'all hop, hop in the Bible study group chat too as well. And... If you love Marlon from More Purpose Podcast, you would love his other channel also. Hey, Marlon Sellers, hey, go ahead and leave a like and subscribe. I had to put my young know, plug in. My little plug in. Yeah, uh, my channel is called Motivate with Marlon, but you can find me at Marlon Sellers 8. I'm doing everything from vlogging our lives. You'll see him also vlogging us when we go to speak, vlogging when we're uh, behind the scenes of filming podcasts, and just more motivational things in just a, a personal way of just being a young black man growing up in this world. So please go subscribe to my channel also. Thank you. My, matter of fact, on top of that, come in a season of student mode and implanting and re- yeah. repurposing this business. Mm. If you follow my seller's media page okay. and would like a photo shoot, whatever you need, you go. I got videographers on deck. We got y'all. Whatever y'all need is, flies out. You need to get that fire back. We need okay. it. Lock, lock, lock us back in. DM me right now. We're going to get you a consultation. We're going to get you a shoot and we're going to drop some fire. Hey, look, while you, while you got your fire back, we always, we filming and all this stuff in the studio with all these nice pictures on the wall. It's time to get some more. And what I mean by okay. that is it's time for new reenactments, my brother. Okay. New movie creations. So if you're seeing this right now, go ahead, drop in the comments. Tell CL or Sellers Media that we need to see more creations because that's when you was in your element. You feel oh, what I'm nah, saying? Hey, I was a different bag. This wall, this this is a you got empty. A, you got a whole lot of wall to fill up. <laughs> Not for sure. We loafing over here, but yeah. we got y'all. We're gonna log back in. Yes, sir. But we appreciate y'all for tuning in again. Love, y'all be safe. And just make sure y'all be in light everywhere y'all go. Plant the seed. Yes, sir. Love. Y'all be safe.